Average Mother Runner podcast. My name is Lisa, and this is not just a podcast about running. This is a podcast to empower women through fitness and health and everything in between. Because let's be honest, ladies, this journey could suck if we don't get our shit together. Welcome back to Not Your Average Mother Runner Podcast. This is Lisa. Today, I have a special guest. I love her. <laughs> um, we've, uh, we've known each other for a long freaking time. Wow. Like before puberty. <laughs> yeah, but way before then. <laughs> but I'm going to let her introduce herself, and then we'll go from there. Hey everybody, my name is Deb Baruby. Uh, I go by Deb, Debbie. You call me D Booby if you want. That's kind of what I call me too because of my crazy last name. Um, I am a soon to be 45 year old mom of an 18 and 19 year old boys who are the best. Um, I'm a physical therapist for 22 years um, and an active CrossFitter for almost five years and just a crazy dog mom. Oh, yeah, I know. You're like, a, are you a foster mom? <laughs> I am a foster mom. I fostered about six puppies. Um, right now, everybody's adopting, so I don't have any fosters, and I'm kind of a little empty right now. I need some puppy loving. <laughs> Rescue the puppies. They need homes, but boy, I could use a little cute foster right now. Oh, that's so nice. I love it's that. It's really rewarding. It's very rewarding. Everyone yeah. Like, do it. I'm like, it's, you go in with a different mindset. You know when you take them in they're not yours and you're giving them a better home so that it makes it easy when you say goodbye. So there's only been one where I was like, oh, mm. but I was being good. Yeah. That's tough. Like I wouldn't be a good foster mom. I'm like, no, that's you're what a lot of people say. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So let's talk about, well, first of all, we haven't seen each other in a, in a while. Yes. And um, you're actually just talking about a couple of things. Cause I thought the last time that we were together, that we saw each other, you were a physical therapist and you said to me that you don't like, um, you're not, you're not seeing patients now. So what, what are you doing? Correct. So I was, um, I worked at Sunnyview for about 12 years. I did a lot of rehab there, uh, traumatic brain injury, cardiopulmonary, all that stuff. I left that about 12 years ago to do home care because my kids were young. I wanted some flexibility in my job. Um, I didn't want to miss things at school, all that fun stuff. And then, um, in January, I, you know, job burnout is real, you know, patient care burnout is real. So, um, not that I don't love treating patients. I absolutely do. Um, but I kind of wanted to get into the behind the scenes sort of thing. Um, in home care, we use a specific evaluation tool to evaluate our patients when they get admitted to our agency. And that tool determines our outcomes and how we, if we're an effective agency, Etc. So um, I review uh, documentation from nurses and therapists and make sure that they're evalu evaluating properly and scoring appropriately so that when the patient gets discharged, we have great, great outcomes. So. Oh, okay. So you're moving on up. I am. 
people say I'm geeky. I'm like, I know I really like that whole evaluation tool. Like it's I, people either love it or hate it. And most clinicians can't stand it, but I don't know. I just have a, a drive for that. I was always in a, I love to evaluate patients. It was sort of like my, I, not that I don't mind treating patients, but I loved evaluating and, and really looking at the whole picture and then kind of putting the pieces of the puzzle together and coming up with that care plan. It was sort of, that was sort of my strong suit. Like I love the eval component of it. Yeah, and from what I remembered, you were always very detailed oriented. Very much so. <laughs> Maybe a little OCD, Debbie? Maybe a little OCD, yes, for sure, for sure. My boss said to me the other day, because I work remotely now, so it is nice. I'm only, I only go to the office maybe once a week, but with this COVID thing, I haven't really been out. She's like, so good that you're so self-directing because I just don't ever get on the phone to talk to you. I feel horrible. I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. <laughs> Do this. <laughs> Actually, I wanted to go back a little bit instead of diving into the questions. So for those who don't know, I met Debbie when I moved into the neighborhood. I was probably, I don't know, kindergarten, pre-K, I think. You were like two houses away from me, right? Sure, we're two houses down, yep. Yeah, and we used to hang out together. You were Your brother was my age, and you right. were younger. And but, same birthday. And me yes, your brother and I have the same birthday. <laughs> but we were the ones who were more friends than me and your Absolutely. brother. And man, I have so many memories with you um, hanging out in your room and making up dances and doing some crazy shit. The dances were the best. I know. <laughs> having sleepovers, watching movies. I just loved that. That that was that was some good times. But good that's times. how that's how I knew you. And then I moved away. And then of course, you know, we didn't get to um stay in touch, but we still live in the same area. And we're also Facebook friends. So we see, it's almost funny. It's, it's kind of funny because it's like, I already know a lot about you, even though we haven't seen each other, but it's through Facebook. Absolutely. I always say thank God for Facebook because it really does keep you in touch with people. I mean, there's always bad stuff on there, but it's so nice to see people's kids. And I don't know, just, it's, it's a great way to stay in touch. Yeah. And very busy life. So, yes. So I know that even though we haven't seen each other in a while and we saw each other last time, I think was 2016, 2017, maybe 2015. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> it was a while ago, but um, I still watch you on Facebook. So I feel like I already know a lot of what's going on in your life Absolutely. With and everything. So it's awesome. So the reason why I brought Debbie on here is because she is into uh, CrossFit. And I remember when you were like posting a lot of your, it wasn't a lot, but you were just showing how you were doing some of this CrossFit, going to the, the, the gym or the, the center or whatever. And I was like, holy shit, <laughs> like, look at her. And I know that I kind of got, I, I kind of dabbled into it a little bit. I realized it wasn't my thing. Um, it's not for everybody, I'm realizing. But you, you can talk more about that. So how did you get into CrossFit? So I have a girlfriend that I went to college with who was doing CrossFit for probably three, two, three years. And same thing, I would kind of follow her journey on Facebook and her posts. And I'm like, God, that's so... I don't know. That's pretty, it's pretty badass. I'm like, I, I think I really like it. And at the time I was working out in my basement, you know, with videos and had my own weights. I mean, I had a pretty good setup, but 
it's so easy to just go, oh, fuck it, I ain't finishing it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it's so easy to not keep yourself motivated when you're trying to do it by yourself or you're like, oh, rep short. Yeah, I don't need to do it anymore. And I was just like getting to that point. And then I just wanted the socialization component of it. So the hardest thing I tell people is it's not the workouts. It's stepping foot in the door. I, to me, that was the hardest part. It was like once I stepped in and took my first class, it was like I could take this deep breath and be like, okay, I, I, I took the hardest part. And that was calling or stepping in the door and going, okay, I'm going to try it. And it was just, it was addicting. Oh, and it is really addicting. It's um, a lot of people talk about runners high. Um, I tried running for a long time. I did a half marathon and swore I would never do that again. But I did love running. But, you know, as we get older, at least our, our joints don't quite like the running as much anymore. So. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? <laughs> my knee, my hip. I'm like, oh, shit. Um, so I don't know. And I just was like, and, and lifting heavy shit was a great way to relieve stress. Like to me, I just want to lift shit. Lift it, pound it down and be like, yeah. Get that stress <laughs> out for the day. Like to me, it was so huge. And I would just leave and I'd be like, what I needed. I needed. Oh, okay. So it was a girlfriend that kind of piqued your So interest. my girlfriend was doing it. And then, um, like, and then I was just like, all right. And I kept texting her. I'm like, all right, should I do it? Should I not? She's like, just, just do it. I swear. I swear. It's good. And it was also around the time <clears throat> I lost my mom 10 years ago and probably the first three years, it was just utter depression. And I wanted nothing to do with being on meds. I wanted I did see counseling because I think it's very important for counseling. I, I tell everybody, don't ever be ashamed. Go and talk to somebody. It is very, very helpful. Um, so I did that and it was great. You know, being a therapist, being healthy is so important. And having lost my mom at such a young age, I was like, I can't do that to my kids. Like, I want to be here forever. Like, I want to be here for graduations and grandkids and great grandkids and the only way for me to do that was to be healthy. And that whole depression kind of led me onto this fitness journey too, because I knew I needed to get myself better to be here for my kids. So, and, and CrossFit just kind of happened to be that, that thing that just worked for me and the community. I think for me, that's the biggest component, the community, the friendships that you make. It's unbelievable. We, we literally zoom each other once a week on Thursdays for happy hour because we just, we just miss each other. And it's just, it's a, it's a different family. And yes, people joke all the time. It's a cult. Well, okay, sure. And, and we all would agree, like, you know, it, it can be, but it's, I don't know. There's just something about the camaraderie and the friendships. You just can't find that. Okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of Planet sense. Fitness, you're not having that. You're, you're working out by yourself, but you, cause you're all doing the same workout and maybe you're moving a little faster or maybe you find somebody in the in the workout and you're like oh shit they're going faster than me Fuck, i gotta go quicker and you kind of feed off of that and it's really really that's the best part so wow so for those who don't know crossfit how would you explain it to them like how i mean because you said lifting shit and yeah, you could go lift like I I do a lot of weightlifting and that's literally what I love a lot. To, I mean, I love doing weightlifting and running, of course. Um this is that's why I thought well maybe CrossFit would work for me because I love lifting shit. <laughs> but it's a little different. So can you explain that? So with CrossFit, it's lifting and it's 
cardio conditioning. So it's really a combination of both. You could walk in one day and your workouts are going to be some kind of barbell Olympic lifts. And, and you're talking like you, these things you see on the Olympics and you're like, oh my God, these people are badass. Look at them deadlifting 400 pounds and, you know, squat cleaning like a hundred, you know, 300 pounds. You're like, holy crap. And that's the thing. It's very different day to day. Never are two days ever the same. So you may go in and that day is a lift, lifting day. And you're all working at trying to get your PR, your personal best, you know, like, can I lift heavier than I did this same lift three weeks ago? So it can, it's usually a lift of some sort, or sometimes you go in and it's just simply a Metcon or a metabolic conditioning where it could be 20 minutes of as many rounds as you can do of five pull-ups, 10 push-ups, 15 squats. And you just got to keep going for 20 minutes. And, and the goal is to see how many rounds you can do you may not see that workout again for another year. Wow. <laughs> so it's so different. It's never the same. But the thing that a lot of people, I think, get nervous about with CrossFit is they think you got to come in buff, lean, skinny, strong, whatever. So not the case. It's people of every size, every shape, age. We have women in their 60s and 70s that go, and Why? Because they want to be able to get off the floor with their grandkids and get on the floor and play. Or they need to get up and down a flight of stairs to do their laundry. So it's all about functional fitness. And that's really the idea behind CrossFit. It is functional fitness. Any of those lifts that you're doing, function. We deadlift. Why? Because you're going to pick something up off the floor. Um, why do you clean? Well, you got to pick something off the floor. Now you got to pick it up. You know, laundry basket. I mean, anything. Um, you know, all of that. It all comes back to function. You know, push press, if I'm going to push up, well, what if I have to lift something up to a heavy cabinet above me in my kitchen? I, you, know, you want to be able to do that. And again, like I said, all ages, all sizes, judgment-free, um, and it's all scalable. Everyone thinks you got to come in and be able to lift, and, and it's not. I mean, I spent probably the first three years not what we call RXing a workout, meaning you're not doing it as, as prescribed on the board. You know, so maybe instead of doing pull-ups, which I couldn't do for a very, very long time. Um, yesterday was the first day I strung 10 together. Wow. But, you know, you're, you're doing pull-ups with bands. And, you know, you're going from a green band, which is like huge. And then you're slowly progressing down to that small band. And eventually you get that first one and you're like, holy shit, it's finally paying off. You know, <laughs> so it's all scalable. And, and, and I think that's what gets people out nervous. They feel, they feel like they're going to have to come in and big gym bros and blah, blah. It's not, it totally isn't. I mean, I'm sure there's some, we call them boxes. Don't ask me why. I think it's, it's odd, but some gyms, boxes like that are kind of like that, but not where I go. It's just, it's so average Joe's kind right. of, right. you know, because you just see everything, everybody, all ages. Right. And, and you, you mentioned a couple of things that I wanted to touch upon because absolutely. that's very important. So when you say functional fitness, you mean that, talk about that. So functional fitness. So any movement that you're doing in there is, is in some way going to transition over to something that you're doing every day, day in and day out picking things up, getting up off and down on the floor, you know, doing your Turkish get-ups. Well, I got to get up, up and down off the floor or anything like that. It, all of it comes back to being able to function in your daily life and, and not have to rely on somebody doing it for you or whatever. Maybe you want to push a lawnmower and mow your lawn. Well, you know what? 
those exercises and that conditioning program is going to build up your endurance so you can do it and, and be able to continue to live independently. And to me, and in my background being a therapist, everybody wants to age in place today. Nobody wants to go nursing homes. Everybody wants to stay home. So if you want that, then you've got you've to keep yourself strong to be able to do those things. Yeah, I love that. That I love that you mentioned that functional fitness and explaining that. Um, the other word you've used, and I use this word a lot, and I realize not a lot of people know what that word is because a lot of runners use that word. PR. What's a PR? PR? So personal, personal best, personal record. Um, some people call them a PB because it's personal best, but your PR is your personal record. So. We keep logs of everything that we do um, at the gym. So any lifts you do, we keep track of where your last lift was. And I'm of the mentalities where my anal retentive comes in. We talked about earlier. Like I never look at my book when I walk in because to me, if I look and say, okay, the last time I deadlifted was 180, I'm already adding the bar and putting weight on going, mm, getting close to that 180. I don't know if I can, I'm psyching myself out. I don't ever look back at what my previous lifts were because I feel like it affects what I do. Mm-hmm. If I get that PR or I get even two, even two pounds heavier or a pound heavier is a, is a new record. And then you go back to your book and you're like, holy shit, I just lifted 15 pounds more. But probably if I looked at the book, I would have been like psyching myself out. That's so same true. Thing with, yeah. And same thing with a lot of the, um, the conditioning exercise, like the programs, we have a lot of, um, named workouts or hero wads as we call them based off of military it's a huge component of um, crossfit and those are all specific movements um like murph just because memorial day is coming up that's a huge one that everybody usually does and it's a mile run it's 100 pull-ups 200 push-ups 300 squats and then you end with a mile run it's brutal damn you, you, every year, your goal is to try to do it faster, better. Last year was the first year where I actually could do everything RX, meaning I did the mile run. I did actual a hundred pull-ups unassisted, not jumping. I, you know, I did all the push-ups, and, but to actually do the workout prescribed, like we talked about is to do it wearing a 14 pound vest, the entire thing. So this last six months, I've been doing a lot of Murph prep. <laughs> I want to be able to, this year, my goal was to use the vest and complete it under an hour. That's my goal. Wow. I think, it, happens. I think it will. I've been seeing the po- uh, posts. Oh. I was like, damn, look at them arms. <laughs> I do those posts. Like I, 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 I'm not one that like, this is, it's a personality. It's like a and I think it's a woman thing too. Like a lot of times we don't like to take compliments well, or we don't like to brag about ourselves. You know what I mean? So I initially had started putting on the posts of me working out because we were having a competition at the gym. It was, if you could come to a zoom class and post your workout, we'll put you in for a drawing for a sweatshirt. Well, I'm all about free apparel. <laughs> you know? So I'm like, God damn it. I'm going to win the sweatshirt. <laughs> so then the Zoom classes kind of stopped because there's, you know, the COVID thing lasted a lot longer and it's just, that's the whole other story. But, but I was just, so then I didn't post. And then I got a message from somebody like, are, are you not working out anymore? Are, are you going to post? And I was like, do you want me to? They're like, it's so motivating. Please keep posting. Please do it. And I was like, okay. But I still, I'm so self-conscious. Like I don't want, I just have this thing where I don't want people thinking I'm like this exercise snob for lack of a better 
preferred, but if, if it gets one person to go out for just a walk or it gets one person to just do 30 minutes of yoga or whatever, then I guess I did my job. It's just about motivating people to keep moving. So I just heard that, and I guess there was some study that they did that when people see other people do workouts on like social media, it actually motivates them to get their oh, ass good. up. It does. It does. Perfect. I mean, I'm going to be honest, like even seeing you or seeing a lot, like that's why I follow a lot of uh, women who are uh, doing workouts. I, I mean, there's this one woman that I follow on Instagram and I even told her this, I didn't do my workout and I see her freaking doing her burpees and all that shit. I'm like, God damn it. I, damn gotta, it. I gotta do it. <laughs> burpees but god damn it i'm gonna go do that yeah i'm like sitting and having my coffee and i'm just like oh look at her i'm like god i gotta do my workout so it's that, isn't that true it is and i i follow obviously myself a few of um barbell beauties is a really good one for if you're a big lifter and they post shit and i'm like i'm gonna go i, I like i like sometimes i'm just and i'll even post that like today i didn't have it in me i just i wanted to sit on the couch in my pajamas and do nothing but when I read that post, I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> Going to the garage, I guess. <laughs> no, it is. I do believe. I, I agree. I do think it is really, really motivating. Yeah. So don't stop. Don't I stop. Hope. I no, will Seriously. I and, and it's true because I have had people DM me on Instagram. I post more on Instagram and they say, um, did you do your run yet? I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> like, shit, now I got to go fucking run. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So you mentioned Barbell Beauties. Is that an Instagram? It's, um, it's a, I think it might have an Instagram. I got to tell you, I got to get better at Instagram because that's like the new thing. And <laughs> that's like, my, my, my kids always say, mom, Facebook's for old people. I'm like, did you just call me old? <laughs> that's not going to fly. Um, but I, I don't, I think they do. Um, but it's, it's really a great, and people will, and, and even the better part about it, there's actually one other one I'm going to tell you about that I find even more motivating. But people will post before, after pictures. And I'm talking brutally honest before and after pictures where you're just like, holy shit, look at this badass chick and how far she's freaking come. And, and people will tell their story of depression and abusive relationships. And I mean, just go into all of it and how it led to them, their fitness, or they were an alcoholic and they were drinking for three years and smoking and they just always that one thing that gets you be like, all right, I got to change shit. I got to And for me, it was my mom. Like I just knew I had to change my health for my kids. The other group it's called, I don't know if you ever heard of the CVG clothing line. It's constantly varied gear. So they have a Facebook page called CVG fitness, something, something I can invite you if I, if I can't remember. And those women, those are some legit women. I'm talking this woman, she must, she probably weighs over 400 pounds and she posts these pictures naked, underwear, bra, everything, and then shows the progress a month later. And, and everybody will say, they go, I post here because no one will judge me. Yeah. This on my own page, hmm. the judgment would be crazy. And it's yeah. just a great group of non-judgmental and empowering women and I mean, everybody's like, you go girl, you keep that shit up. I mean, it's the most positive and uplifting group. I, I don't know. I just, and it's so important that we as women do that. We yeah. need to empower everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Each other. 
Yep. Without a doubt. Yes. Okay. So you mentioned a term called metabolic conditioning. What is that? So it's basically a way of training the body at a very high intensity. That's a good way to put it. Mm. <clears throat> Going really, really fast, really hard in sometimes a very short period of time. So Going out for like a three mile run, you know, your eight, nine minute pace, my dream, 11, 12, maybe 13 on a bad day. That's a long, it's a different, that's endurance conditioning. So your metabolic condition is really that high intensity, like, like you feel like you're going to die and mm. it can be only like 10 minutes, 12 minutes, no rest break. It's just go, 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 go. And if you're going at the fastest pace you possibly can to build that endurance and that overall conditioning for um, high intensity workouts. Yeah. And I'm glad you said why yes. the reason behind it. That's perfect. What about cleans? Talk about what a clean, clean is. Yeah. A clean is a way of picking a barbell up off the floor and bringing it up into this position, which is what we call our front rack position. So it's resting the barbell across your shoulder. Sometimes it hits your collarbone, but it's into this position. So how do you get the barbell from the floor in front of your shins in a deadlift position up to here. So that's mm -hmm. clean. So you're cleaning it up. Okay. What about the jerk? Is it jerk? The jerk? Yeah, it is jerk. <laughs> There's a couple different jerks. <laughs> Tell me, that's another podcast, Debbie. A whole other podcast, girlfriend. We can talk about jerk is it could be what we call a push jerk which is where you're basically after you clean the bar it's here in this position it's getting it from here overhead not strict like that would be your strict press but a jerk is where you're putting it up above your head and getting under it as quick as you can so you're kind of dropping into a little bit of a partial squat the jerk so you're coming under the bar mm -hmm. split jerk is what you see a lot in olympics where they jerk it and they split into a lunge that's my favorite. It's just, it's, I don't know, it's, it's more powerful. I think for that one, I can get a little bit lower under the bar so I can go heavier. It's a very hard time with a push jerk. As a smaller person, it's really hard to lift heavy weight and trust that the barbell is not going to land on your head. Confidence thing when it comes to that and a little fear with throwing shit above my head that weighs a lot. Yeah. So you got the push jerk and you got the split jerk and it's all about getting that bar above your head and you dropping under it. So it's not, you have to kind of do a partial squat basically. Yeah, and these are explosive, explosive workouts. Correct. Yeah, and that's training a whole different, another a different level of muscle fibers. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. For sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so what other terms uh, besides the clean, the jerk? Uh, what's another term that's often used on in in CrossFit that you can share? Uh, snatch. Oh yeah. Please for crotch or barbell lift. <laughs> so it's always a joke. When you come in the gym, you're like, how's my snatch look today? <laughs> oh, you got a good snatch, girl. Look at that. So <laughs> it's very inappropriate. I mean, you, I mean, if you are not that kind of a person, I mean, it's a little bit harder environment, but it's, all, but it's fun. Okay. Snatch, so what is it? <laughs> snatch is very, it's probably my hardest movement. It's literally kind of the same exact thing it's it's basically bringing the bar from the ground to overhead as fast as you can but mm -hmm. it's a really wide grip so it's this really wide grip of bringing it and then you 
explode and you're coming into this really high overhead position um, and pulling this way. I was just doing them yesterday. You can either come into a partial squat, which would be a power snatch, or you can go into a full squat, which is scary. And that's actually just called a snatch. So it's literally full squat with the landing with this heavy ass barbell above your head and the full squat. It's really hard. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it requires a lot of hip mobility, ankle mobility, shoulder mm -hmm. mobility is a big one. Um, and if you're lacking in any of those areas, a lot of these movements can be very challenging. So um, proper stretching is very important and form over form over weight, for lack of a better word. So get your form before you go up in weight because if you start doing that, then you're, then you got yeah. problems. Yeah, so absolutely. Form is very, very um, important and it's really, really pushed at our, at our gym and our box. Um, we've had a coach for a while. She just recently kind of retired, but um, she was phenomenal. I mean, she was a stickler on form and I thank God every day for it. Were you ever concerned with injuries with CrossFit? Because that is, that is what everybody says. And I'm going to be honest, that's why I stopped because I, I hurt my wrist. So this is what I usually tell people because that is probably the number one question I get a lot. Oh, and you know what? Even if I, every now and then I'll get like a, even like a bursitis in my shoulder, total side note, and I'll go and get like a little injection. And of course, and every doctor like, hey, you shouldn't be doing CrossFit. I'm like, but um so for me it, it, it's about proper coaching so if you go into a box or gym whatever you want to call it and they're not correcting form even from day one you might want to consider going someplace else your coaches should be correcting each and every day and even five years into it i still get corrected and i should be corrected because we're all you know your body changes or whatever um, I've done some, um, what we call drop-ins, like when I've gone on vacation and I've gone to some CrossFit boxes, um, when I've been on vacation, um, my husband does CrossFit. He has gone to more like one in Vegas. And, um, usually we, we just send him an email and say, Hey, these are my injuries. This is my limitations. And when I went, she was great modified based on my stuff. Same thing with my husband. But if you don't have an attentive coach like that, or somebody who owns a box who is like that, that's where you're gonna get your injuries. And we've had people come to our gym, leaving other places because the injuries were astronomical. Oh. And they're just like, I, they just couldn't watch people continue to get injured because people wanna lift heavy. It goes back to that, I'll just wanna lift heavy. Well, that's great, we all wanna lift heavy, but you can't just immediately lift heavy. You have to work up to it. And you gotta have that proper form before you start adding any more weight. And I, there was just no regard for that. Um, and so we did, we get, we got quite a few people from around the area. They're like, they're just they're not correcting this injury, that. And one guy in particular, I'm really good friends with, he's like, I, I couldn't stand by and watch another person and, or even risk myself getting injured because who was going to be there to correct it. So if you are ever considering CrossFit, when you call the box, the gym, talk to the owner, what's their experience? What's their background? What's their opinion on um, um, individual coaching or like what we call our on-ramp program? So usually you're not just jumped right into a class. Usually you spend about five to eight private classes learning basic principles of things that you're gonna run into, uh, a deadlift, a, a clean, um, things like that. So that when you do get put into a, a, a group class, you don't feel as overwhelmed, but it's so important to find out that information.
Um, what's your injury level in your gym? Like how often have you had people get injuries? And when they do have injuries, how do you deal with it? Those are really important questions to ask. And you know what? You're paying a lot of money for these coaches. And if you want to get your money's worth and you don't, then that's, that's the um, service they should be providing. Absolutely. Yeah. That, and I feel, I almost feel like, so, and I, I'll be honest that it's happened to me. Yeah, you're right. You're putting your money and it's like, uh, you need to train me, right? You need to coach me properly. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, I'm paying you for this. <laughs> and you are, and you are, and that's what you, that's what you, and you should get what your, your investment, you know, what you're investing into that. Right. Um, so it's okay. Ask those questions. Make sure that your coach, I mean, don't get me wrong. There might be somebody who's been only coaching a year and it could be absolutely fantastic, but just ask the questions. Mm -hmm. um, just because somebody's done it for 10 years or somebody's done it for a year doesn't mean one is better than the other. And you, you walk in, I mean, I can tell you myself, I'm like, Hey, you know, neck kind of hurts today. I think I, I don't know, maybe it was a little too much overhead. Okay. And they just modify whatever today, or there's no overhead today or no overhead for a week. Let's give it a break. That's the kind of response you want when you walk in and say, you know what, something feels a little tweaky today. Like my low back, my the left SI is a little, mm, I don't know what's going on. If you say that and they just go, okay, mm. well, best place to be. You want somebody who's going to go, all right, let's change it up a little bit. Let me tell you what you can do to make it better or so we don't make it worse. Yeah. Oh, that is, that is great, great advice. And I'll be honest with you, I'm talking to you and I'm like, shit, maybe I need to do this again. <laughs> just love it. And I tell people all the time, I don't preach it and make people do it, but I just, I just, I, I share my love for it. And cause I said, like I said, it's not just the work, it's a community. And it's, yeah. you can't find people like that, that share that same love for that. Like you, you, you know, like with your runner's high, it's like a lifting high. It's kind mm -hmm. of that thing. And you know, you look forward to it. Like you get done with work, you're like, oh, I'm going to go see my gym friends, you know, and you get to spend an hour being inappropriate, say the fuck word about 20 times. You know, it's great. And then if you get a PR, you ring the fucking bell. You're like, no, like two more pounds. I mean, it doesn't matter. You celebrate all of those victories. And at home, you're like, mm -hmm. yeah, I just did that. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for the cheering. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's funny because we, I talked about that with one of the gym owners and I, and she was in the, I interviewed her on my second episode and she said, and I, and I used to be part of her gym. It's the community. And Absolutely. that is what uh, motivates you, inspires you, makes you feel part of like, you know, you're right. Say, say cult, whatever tribe. I like to say tribe. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. Tribe. Oh, I like that one. Right? Yeah. I'm going to remember that one. That's a good one. Cause I like cult, it. cult is like a crazy. I know it is. So when people <laughs> say that, I'm like, oh, I hate that. Yeah. Tribe. I really yes. like that. Yes. And it's they, your tribe. I mean, when Nick graduated high school last year, 20 to 25 of our members came because Nick would do CrossFit while he was in high school to stay strong for cross country and track. And they all came. It was like family. I mean, they just, they are, you know, and it, that's, that's what makes it great. Oh, cult makes me think of a lot of other crazy things. Oh, I know. Right. <laughs> that's why when people say it, I kind of get a little offended. I'm like, it's a strong word. <laughs> Like, um, it's like my grandma said, don't ever say the word hate. It's a strong, don't ever use the word cult. That's a strong yeah. <laughs> You know, I wanted to just mention that uh, CrossFit is a whole different beast when it comes to 
just, it's not just lifting, it's explosive. It's about power. So when we think about the level of workouts that we do and you, you're doing cardio, we're talking about endurance, we're talking about strength, CrossFit is about power. It's a whole different beast, whole different ball game because as a lifter, you know, I'm like, yeah, shit, I can, I can uh, lift heavy. But then you're going to add power to that lifting heavy. That is completely different. Yes, it is. And some workouts are designed that way. Sometimes it's just a, a steady lifting day for load. And when you're going for load, meaning you're going for a new PR heavy, you're going to lift one rep and you're going to take like five minutes at least before you try lifting again. Mm-hmm. You're doing that, those power workouts, okay? Um, perfect example, I just did one Friday and it was literally titled, Power. <laughs> and um, it was six rounds where I had to do five touch and go cleans, like fast, like hit the ground up, hit the ground up, five reps as fast as you can without dropping the bar. And I think I had 95 on the bar. I think something like that. Wow. So you had to do five touch and go cleans as fast as you can, then 10 burpees jumping over the bar. So burpee, jump over the bar, burpee, and you had to do it as fast as you can, five reps. 10 burpees, and then rest for two and a half minutes. And then you had to do it six times, and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then, but, but it is. It's about power. And, that, and the idea of that workout was the explosiveness and the power in that particular workout. They're not all like that, but sometimes that's what it's about. And that's what helps to build that endurance and the strength because of that power. Yeah, absolutely. That literally, was just my workout Friday. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, no, I I think that it's important to mention that because even when I'm coaching my runners, you know, I talk about endurance and I talk about strength and I, I talk about how there's a lot of different levels when you're doing those types of training, you know, with cardio and lifting and people sometimes don't understand how they actually can all, all of it can all benefit you. So even as a runner, I am all about strength training. You got to build those damn legs, you know? You do, right. And for injury prevention. Yes. And then the same thing with CrossFit. (laughs) And that's kind of why I thought about, that's why I kind of went into it. And I still do some of my own little workouts with burpees and um, a couple other things that I put together to give some of that power movement. It's all to assist me in running. And I'm going to be honest with you. You mentioned, I'm going to go back to the PR and the timing and I call it mind fucking because I don't look at it. I don't look at because if you do, you're going to be like, I'm never, oh shit, I'm only at, oh, I'm never going to make it. And then I'll be honest with you. I, I don't look at that. And then I had someone, cause I post my runs on, on an app and someone followed me. He's like, holy shit, look at your PR. I'm like, what? what are you talking about? And I'm looking at it. I'm like, holy crap, I'm doing good. You know? Yes. Right. It's true. Right. Like that's why I don't look, but you don't realize it. And you're like, oh. but yeah. then get me wrong. You probably have had days where I'm like, fuck, I just lifted 20 pounds less than I did the last time. I just yeah. did me that day. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. We, all, we can't be on our game every single day. And you're going to have crappy days. And nutrition's huge too. I mean, some days, you know, if you have a really day where you're like, oh my God, I ate like crap today, you're going to feel it during the work. Yes, absolutely. Anything in the tank. So yes. I'm glad you me- yeah, I'm glad you yeah. mentioned that as well. Um, but I wanted everyone to understand how it all comes together for whatever 
you know, whatever your goal is, whether it's weight loss, whether it's strength training, whether it's endurance, it all plays together. So I'm so glad that we got to talk a little bit about that. But let's now talk about your family life, your self-care. So, you know, you're doing CrossFit. And obviously that's when I'm listening to you, you are taking care of yourself. It is for you. That is, that is mommy time. (laughs) It's it's my me time. Yes. So how do you balance that with so I know everybody says, how do you find time? How do you find time? You just have to find it. It is so important for you to take, even if it's a half an hour walk or a 30 minute run, there's 24 hours in the day. And there's anything I've learned and, and don't get me wrong. My kids have been very busy kids their entire life, baseball track. Oh my God. I can't even, I mean, every sport you can imagine. And as a mom, you know, you don't want to miss anything. Like, I don't want to miss anything because you're always like, great. This is the day he's going to miss. He's going to get a home run. and I'm going to miss the game. Right. But if you don't take care of yourself today, how are you going to be there for that baseball game in two weeks? Like you, you have to think about that way. And, and yeah, people do say, well, I don't have time. And well, we all have time to figure out how to make that time. And if that means you have to rely on a supportive husband, or maybe you have an older child who can just kind of watch the younger one, or either incorporate your kids into it. And, you know, that's where you probably see a lot of runners, moms pushing strollers just to get their workout in, their run out in, or the running in. It's all so important. And I feel for me, mental health, huge component of it. Um, and if I don't do it, I just, I don't, I don't feel myself and I don't feel like I can be here to provide for my kids in the mental state that I want to be in if I don't take the time for myself and it's okay to miss things. Like if there's anything I've learned in this journey of five years, it's okay to miss the beginning of the baseball game, or it's okay to leave a little early if you have to get to a class. And you know what? And I've had many conversations with my kids. I'm like, guys, I have boys. I'm like, boys, I said, mom's not going to make it today. Like I, I might get there. They're like, you know what, mom, it bothers you more than it bothers me. And I, and I have asked them that many, many times because you still feel very guilty regardless, but you have to take care of yourself. For me, it, it, you have to, I, it, and it's important. My kids even see it. They're like, mom, you don't work out today. You need to work. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, we all, we should all be treating our bodies like, you know, gold and, yeah. and and be treasuring it and caring for it. Like, you know, it's, it's this precious thing. And before you know it, and it's never too late to start. Let me add that. Oh my God. Everyone's always like, Oh, I'm 50 and blah, blah, blah. Never, ever too late to start. Mm-hmm. Um, you gotta, it, it's okay. I think the biggest thing is to get over the guilt, get over the guilt that you're taking time for yourself because we all need to do that. Even your significant other, they all need to do it. You yeah. know? Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. That is so important and the guilt. It, that is, in fact, I, I got a little bit chills when you said that because it's so important. And yeah, and you also mentioned one thing that was huge was the mental health. And I say running's my Prozac. When I don't run, like today, I'm on fire. I did a double workout. I am like, whoa, you know? And it's crazy. I mean, it's endorphins amazing. release and whew. Amazing. So it's so important. I almost feel like you kind of answered this question already because I said, I was going to ask you, what's the one thing you would tell a woman about self-care that you were never told before starting a family? I think it is that. I think it's the yeah. guilt. Really do. I, I, 
and don't get me wrong. When my kids were babies, I would get up at oh dark thirty and go to the gym and be back before they woke up. And yeah, it's exhausting, but again, you got to be in a good mental state and physical state. You're going to be running after kids and, and whatever you want to keep up with them. You figure out what works like back then getting up and doing it in the morning was easier because in the afternoon they were crazy. Um, but as they got older and they could be by themselves, I am much more of an afternoon girl. I cannot fucking function. If I don't know how I have a girlfriend that the one that I got me the CrossFit, she goes to the 5am class. I'm like, I don't know how you function at 5am. Like, I don't know. It, you either work, you're either a morning workout person or you're an afternoon. I mean, I just don't think that, I mean, the only time we have classes on Saturdays are eight or nine and I'm like pulling in the parking lot with my coffee. I'm like, I'm coming. I'll be there. I'm not going to be great, but I'm coming. But you got to find what works, you know, and back then the mornings work, it wasn't the greatest, but I, I mean, at least I felt better and my endorphins were moving and I felt like I had my Xanax for the day and I was yeah. good. <laughs> but definitely just an afternoon person. I don't know. I'm, I'm a, I'm a night owl anyway. So yeah. Um, why. Yeah. So it's, I think that you basically, you, you said so many things about as a woman, as a mom, you know, taking care of yourself and the importance of it, the mental health, all of that is so huge. And I'm so glad you mentioned it. I want to thank you. You're My welcome. God, this, this was, great. um, yeah, this was pretty amazing. I can't thank you enough. I, just learning more about CrossFit. You're motivating me. I'm like thinking Maybe you should try it again. I need to again. do this again. Pick a place. Yeah. Pick a place. It definitely. Ask the questions to the coaches. Make sure it's the right fit. Yes, absolutely. And yes, you need to get on IG girl. Okay. Do I know. I got to figure it out. I, I'm the one that's got to go to my kid and go, how does this work? <laughs> really have to. Yes. Get on. That's my goal. If anything, that's probably my goal this year is to get better Instagram because I'm really not good at it. And yeah, Instagram kids more than Facebook. And I'm like, well, you haven't posted. They're like, I'm on Instagram. I'm like, well, shit, maybe. Yeah. Because I would really want the listeners to see you and see how you're doing, but you're on Facebook. So when you get on Instagram, let me know so I can tell people. To okay. I mean, I'm on there. I do have an account. So just send me a link or something. There's yeah, well, there's nothing. I don't think there's anything on it. You don't? <laughs> I think there's like two pictures on the whole thing. That's it. I'll heart something. I'm like, I think that means you like it. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway. I had such a good time today. I did too. It was so great to see you, Lisa. Yes. Yay. Um, I thank you so much for being a part of this. I really appreciate it. I think you really went through what CrossFit is and, and explain it. I, I loved it. And you're motivating us. You're motivating us women. Keep posting your selfies, your sweaty selfies on uh, Facebook because yes, it's motivating. You need to promote yourself and promote your progress because we're all rooting for you. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for having me, Lisa. This was wonderful. Awesome. All right. So please, everyone, make sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and now iHeartRadio. Yay, we're on iHeartRadio. And leave a rating and feedback so I can see what you all think. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Thanks, Debbie, again. And bye. Bye. bye.